from the country that brought you Rami Malik and Hoda Kotbi. It's a conundrum. With Sam Taha. Kif, we have a conundrum. <sighs> Hello, and welcome, you fictitious listener who found this podcast by mistake. Because that's the only way that you know about this podcast. It's either you found it by mistake, or I'm imagining you, or this is from the past, and you're from the future, and my podcast was so funny that it became a hit, and now you're going through my old shit to see if I was funny from the beginning, but I wasn't. See, this is the truth. It started like this. It was an unfunny person ranting in the podcast with no supervision, thinking that no one's going to hear him. And uh, let's face it, it remained like this until forever and nobody is going to hear this forever. So this is for future generations. I am passing on my Egyptian skills and passing a message to the future. In 200 years, when they discover the cloud storage system, and they're like, who is this obscure, non-funny, distracted person? They'll find a website that I have with a bunch of my rants on it. So, hello, confused and lost listener who found this podcast by mistake. And welcome to this black magic event where I revive a podcast that has been dead for five years. It's... uh, uh, a necromancy of a podcast, a podcromancy, if you will. Get it? Uh-huh. Get it? Uh-huh. Mm. By now, everyone turned off the podcast, which is uh, uh, great. Because um, it's not going to be perfect. So that was that was your exit. If you want to... I, I never claim that I'm uh, uh, the greatest comedian ever. Um, in, uh, in real life, before uh, uh, the virus of no name changed our world forever uh, I used to do stand-up uh, I was in the beginning level I was like um, uh, entry level low level in the, in the tier of hierarchy of stand-up um, that only took six years for me to still be in the in the low lower tier which is uh, how the business works which I'm not complaining it was a it was a nice learning curve and experience I you can see, stand-up is very humbling. You can always see like, oh, okay, you think you're great? Okay, here is another person who can sell 10 times more tickets than you and is 10 times funnier than you. Um, the only difference from when I started to now is that I know it's a, it's a muscle, it's a skill, you get better. I, um, I started um, uh, comedy in 2014. I'm, as you, if you're, again lost confused listener who found this podcast by mistake uh if you notice that there's an accent that's because i'm from egypt um i'm currently living in la uh this is where i'm recording this podcast you're not listening to anything from the land of the nile i don't know why cut this joke out anyways hi my name is sam i'm from egypt you I guess was looking for Samantha Taha and then by mistake you found Sam Taha, which is fine. Uh, this is my podcast, the Conundrum podcast that I should have started in 2015. Um, but I, I, I always thought the market was too saturated and if I don't have anything perfect to put out, then there is no point in putting anything out. Uh, and then I went on my pursuit to learn improv and sketch and keep trying to do more stand-up and totally forgot about the the podcast 
uh, not for God, but I always like thought it, I need to find an angle. I need to find an angle or need to find a very good partner that we will mesh together and have chemistry. And in eight years that I've been in Los Angeles, that never happened. Uh, or the people I found either move to Portland or move to other states or back to Netherlands. So fun times. Um, so yeah, I was doing stand up for uh, the virus that should not be named. And uh, and this, that's my promise. I'll try as much as possible not to talk about the virus. Like that's the one thing that I can promise from this episode. Let history see that the world and the society of the United States are so sick of the coronavirus that nobody wants to talk about it. Uh, which is true, to be honest. I'm I'm so depressed and so anxious. I have no idea what's gonna happen in the future. I think stand-up is dead. I think, like, nobody talks about us. Nobody talks about people who were in the beginning of the ladder. Uh, I hate this term, but they describe us as open micers. Uh, so I was an open micer, and uh, uh, I don't think even when things go back to normal, uh, that there will be a place for us. Because all the big stars and medium stars will just fill the 25% clubs and shitty opening acts or, or up-and-coming, so that I'm not being negative. Up-and-coming acts are not going to be known. So, and again, who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm basically just picturing the worst-case scenario, which is one of my skills. Uh, I was trying to say something, and I'm trying to stay on point. This was supposed to be a short intro. Uh, but as you fictitious listener would notice that the recurring theme of this podcast is that I have ADHD. So I will be all over the place. And not only that I have ADHD, I have ADHD and perfectionism, crippling case of perfectionism that is the bane of my existence that made me like I'm supposed to do this podcast and I just want to make it so easy and consistent for me to make it so that I can make one every 10 days or every seven days and I decided like okay so today I'm just going to work on the rant at the beginning of the podcast which would be the easiest part there should be no editing there should be nothing right this is the fourth try in me trying to just stay coherent for one minute and say something doesn't even have to be funny it just has to be coherent but I keep, I keep tracking, so now I'm looking back at my notes, uh, and let's try to stay on point. Anyways, uh, so finally, with this, everything stopped. I don't know what's going to happen in stand-up in the future, and I was listening to Ron Funch, Funches yesterday. Look, I'm, I'm Ron Funches. Um, terrible impression, uh, which probably is racist in these days. I don't know, uh, but anyways. Um, so yeah, Ron Funches was talking about how and he's right because I was kind of depressed and trying to get this podcast to 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 go. I'm trying to carve a, a space for myself online with some of my silly content and stuff that I want to rant about and sketches that I think was funny and what no one was around to tell me it's not. So uh, I was listening to him and he was talking about how it's this is the time to reinvent yourself and he's like I'm I've been trying to do that but in in my moment of darkness hearing someone else say it it just made me feel like oh yes I'm right so I rode the depression yesterday and just went to sleep and woke up today feeling that I can be more productive and write something or record something and edit something so here we are that's the podcast that I've been putting off for a long time and then now with the corona and trying to reinvent and evolve uh, here we are. So it's just going to be me. Um, 
I apologize for any um, anything that is not perfect. Like if the editing is not good, the sound is some sort of tone or humming in the background. I'm really doing my best. Uh, so yes, I understand that if you are patient enough to sit through all of this rant, then you will also be very forgiving if I'm unfunny or incoherent. And with that being said, uh, welcome. I'm gonna try to make it as comfortable as possible and fun and light. And here we go. Yalla bina, as we say in Arabic. And uh, I'm gonna have, since I don't have any, um, um, because since no one knows I exist, so there's no actual sponsors. These are all fake sponsors that I made up watching infomercials on regular TV and coming up with parodies to stuff that I think that either irritates me or bothers me. So any commercials you hear on this podcast is not real. It is fake. No, no, no products exist this way. And I'm guessing by the next product, you know that I'm not kidding about because that would be cruel. Oh, see, see, that does not make any sense. That's what I was talking about with incoherent. Um, anyways, okay, I'll stop rambling and go. Let's get on with the show. Do you or someone you know use electricity? Are you tired of paying expensive power bills and looking for a greener way to power your home? Then switch to Bald Eagle Power. Bald Eagle Power delivers solar power right to your home at cheap prices with no solar panels and no construction. The secret is that Bald Eagle Power uses the untapped yet morally questionable technology in bald men. Due to the recent rise in unemployment figures and increased testosterone levels that cause male pattern baldness, we've hired a bunch of unemployed bald men who will sit on stationary bikes on your roof and pedal. The hotter it gets, the faster they pedal, thus providing you with clean, green energy that is probably not compliant with the Geneva Convention. Bald Eagle Power is portable too. You can take a bald man with you to restaurants, parks, and beachside funerals. It's like you're walking around with a shiny outlet. Here's from the CEO of Bald Eagle Power, Harry Stevens, who has an accent for some reason. I always looked at bald people and I was like, that's a wasted opportunity. You can basically stick a solar panel up there. And that's how I got the idea for Bald Eagle Power. And since I lack any creativity, the next word I can think of after bald was eagle. That's how Bald Eagle Power was born. Wait, does that sound like a white supremacist thing? Bald Eagle Power works on rainy days too. On cloudy days, we will send you one of our patented desperate middle-aged bald men who will pedal through rain and depression in a desperate attempt to turn back the clock and cling on to some youth, thus putting the power of middle-aged desperation and insecurity of aging on your side. Here's once again the creator of Bald Eagle Power. It's a known fact at this point of their lives that some middle-aged bald men have insecurities about getting old. And that's why we are seeing a lot of male celebrities in their 50s getting ridiculous eyelid surgeries and human growth hormone injections. So we basically took all of that insecurity and put it on a stationary bike to provide you with clean, green, and cheap power. And that's not all. Call now and we will send you our Bald Eagle Power Cap, which is basically a bald cap that you can wear and generate electricity yourself while losing weight. Call now and get your bald man in choices of regular or middle age for just $19.99. Plus, 
Every order today gets our amazing bald eagle cap and free shipping. Order now. And that was a sketch that was written by an eight-year-old child. And uh, now that I've alienated my American audience with my humor, time to alienate my Egyptian audience with my opinion in my segment about Egypt, Egypt Mentions. Fucking Egypt again. There hasn't been anything urgent about the Egyptians for 2,000 years. I don't care if Egyptians use stupid bots. No, the answer is Egypt. Calculon, but I thought you were... Egyptian? Okay. So I want to, this episode, talk about how we should really stop trying to change people's opinions. It's a futile effort to change people's opinion, whether you're racist, sexist, religionist, whatever ist you are, it's done. I don't know why we are putting energy into changing people, because now we are living in the age where it's your link versus my link. I can't convince you of anything. People stop. St- in our case, in Egypt, there has been a recent incident where uh, an activist committed suicide, an LGBT activist, who I think personally was LGBT, committed suicide three months after she escaped from Egypt because she was being uh, harassed by the government and the people because she committed the heinous crime of raising the LGBT flag in a music concert. <gasps> Killed herself. And I received texts and saw posts online from educated liberal people. I received texts in English with the link of some soul commits suicide followed by should I feel any sympathy for this? When did our society override our humanity? When? I thought the things that we're human about are uh, innate. Like they come by instinct. That we all know, like, to whenever we see a video of somebody getting hurt, we're like, ah, that's instinct, right? I didn't think that this is something that you need to teach people. But I think also on the other hand, to an extent, it's, it's 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 a spectrum of sympathy that we all don't have. We're not all going to be sympathetic towards the same video of the same degree. That's not unrealistic. This coupled with misinformation and the fact that for a lot of what's happening right now in this death of nationalization, that, that, the rise of national, nationalization and death of globalization that we're living through these days, that everyone is niching. Every little circle is becoming more of an echo chamber and all these little circles are getting strengthened and people's opinions are getting sharper and stronger. It's it's all of these factors combined together got to the point where we just lost humanity over some ideas. Same thing is happening in America. Uh, like in Egypt, we're having, we had an LGBT debate which was ugly and disgusting in June. We, by end of June, we shifted into uh, uh, rape and sexual harassment uh, because we had um, uh, a serial sexual harasser uh, exposed lately called Ahmed Zaki 
uh, and he uh, he like a lot of women came against him in a typical me too the tweets kept piling up and um like we jump victim shaming is the first thing we do we have a very famous incident in 2012 i think during the the protests and the revolutions where a veiled lady was dragged by the army dragged until they exposed her her bra which is in egypt like oh my god she we've seen her naked like how and and like how how big of a, a um an outrage that was against the woman who was protesting why would why would she be pulled and dragged like this and a lot of people went against it and it was the birth of this new thing where why did she go there well that wouldn't have happened to her if she didn't go there so it's her mistake so fuck you lady with your bra so victim shaming is engraved in our culture it's like this and like extreme toxic masculinity these are two things that we these are the pyramids like together are essentials in Egypt so now all of this turned into again people siding with the rapist with the sexual harasser because rapist is, is a bad is a, is a wrong translation in this entire trend the, the, the Arabic the Arabic hashtag was المتحرش, which means harasser and then for some reason it got translated into English it was translated to the rapist which I guess for dramatic effect works more but still Anyways, why did I get here? Um, yeah, the pillars of our toxic society. So people started defending him. Oh, well, these girls must have been asking for it. All the, the, the regular shenanigans that Americans are also familiar with. So this these two things, may I've seen them in Egypt. And it's not a surprise to me, but it was more of a shock into how much from people that I thought their their brains, that I thought of them as, as like, oh, we're on the same level of, of compassion and on the same level of understanding. And like you see it, and it's in your family. It's in your close friends. They devoid the surprising shock of, 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 oh my God, how far did you guys go? Whether it's in Egypt, the, the, the gay and the sexual harassment, and in America here, it's the trans rights and, and the, the Black Lives Matters movement. Same shock that I've received from my friends in Egypt when they when they sent me the, the 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 text saying like oh she killed herself should I feel any sympathy in English same thing I I I meet people here where they tell me oh all lives matter so what and you can't throw facts at them no matter how much you throw facts and like there are very clear facts especially about black people when they're ten percent of the population and sixty percent of the people getting shot there's a problem here i don't need to put you inside the numbers oh well these numbers are wrong well fuck you then you're never gonna believe anything i say so why should i even bother and and what what what's even harder now is that these are family members these are my mom and and uh, your close friends childhood friends it's what are you gonna do I I'm I'm a like there is on our views in public. I'll take America as an example here, but it's true. 1920. There was a wave of oh my god, the French women are influencing our community with this new and very heinous and devilish thing called oral sex. Tan tan ta. Oral sex a hundred years ago in America was as taboo as gay sex like as taboo as trans sex as taboo as these things in in a in a in recent memory are or were that was just 100 years ago so it means that 
whatever the norm in 100 years it's gonna change again and I let me go back 200 years when gays when well like 400 500 years ago when all of the gay stuff was normal no one cared about it maybe thousands of years ago to be accurate gay was normal thousands of years ago if gay was so bad thousands of years ago then the pharaohs would have had a different idea of the questions they ask you when you go to judgment day because they ask you hey did you pollute the, the the Nile did you hurt your neighbors these are the questions they ask if gay was so bad they would have asked hey did you allow and to fuck how can you allow and to fuck what is wrong with you no pyramid for you but no I, I think it was fine of course I can show you links and tell you how it was totally normal and like there was two pharaohs that to ancient Egyptians that were depicted kissing or like in an intimate position and they're both of male. I can show you these things, but who cares? You're not going to believe my links. You're not going to believe my facts. Same way when I when I used to people get... Uh, I had a, a crazy Karen Jewish lady come after me because I said, oh, the Egyptians built the pyramid. I can't show you facts. I have facts, but I you you won't believe me when I tell them like, hey, they found tombs with the with the with the workers in them, and that they were getting paid by beer. Like facts, scientific facts that documentaries have been made about. I can't be. I can make you. Sh- I can't make you see my point, the the factual point that I'm putting. And what's the point? What's the point of me trying to change your 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 mind? Why? I think we. I've heard this from some. Uh, like during the protests or so Black Lives Matters uh, protest, um, you've seen some clips on on TV. So I can't remember exactly who's who's this quote, uh, who's the exact person behind this quote. But but like he was saying, we don't have a problem with racist people. We have a problem with oppression. When the government is systematically doing the racism, that's a problem. That's that's hundred percent. But the people, unfortunately, are always going to be racist. That's not gonna change. Uh, statues need to go down because they were not even historical in any point. They were done during the 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 crazy president after the what's Jim Crow. I'm not American. I can get away with this. Uh, the Jim Crow era, I think, uh, was a hundred years ago. Was it statues that were put? If I remember the documentary I watched about American history, uh, they were not put in the time of war. They were put after. When they, yeah, Jim, Jim, I think, I think it's Jim Crow or Jim Rowe. I will look this up and record it later. Jim Crow, I think his name is. Jim. Segregation. Jim Crow, I was right. But still, like, these things change. And I believe in, in the long run, people who are going for equality and, hey, you should fuck whoever you want, consensually, you should be get equal pay regardless of your race you should not be killed because of your skin color all of these things race is the one that seems like it's not gonna go away <laughs> like people are becoming more acceptable of of sexual stuff because what happened here in america is that eventually people started from like the republican side which was always against gays the the people on their family started coming out as gay and eventually people turn because it's like, oh, now my cousin is gay. Like, I, he can't be that evil. He can't be, well, I think he's going to go to hell or blah, 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 whatever beliefs, religion do it do to it. But still, like, it 
kind of changed people's opinion to a degree. It's not changed. They're not out of the woods at all. Like it's still still a huge fight. Eventually, their family started, people of their family members started coming out. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, we kind of have to accept that. But with race, it's not like your cousin is going to turn black. And with what's happening right now, racist people in minor, in groups, including white and brown and uh, Asian, in all of the racist minorities in, in these groups, will tend to flock together and make stronger circles and be more in their own ways and more strongly with their opinion, which you can't, we can't change that. Same way we cannot change that people think that the earth is flat. If we can't, like, if, if I can't convince you that the earth is round with facts and pictures, how am I going to convince you that you should not shoot the black person or that it's okay that your two gay neighbors are fucking each other? It does not concern you. I really wish, like, I really wish to see Judgment Day from their, from their perspective when it's like, oh my God, Paul, you've been a great Christian, but you allowed Steve and Mike to fuck, so eternal damnation for you, my friend. You can replace the English name with Arabic names or Jewish names, I'm just saying. My final point is, whoever supports LGBT equal rights or, or, or like anti-sexual harassment, uh, pro-race, whoever these people are that are on our side, they're on our side. People who are in the middle, who can change, who want to change their mind, we don't need a lot of effort for them. They will come to us and they would be willing to accept our facts and read our our things but there are other people that if we tell them that the, this light in the sky is the sun they they still won't believe us so why bother too dark i promise that i will keep this light but it uh, kind of turned dark ah well my final segment for this episode is a short story i wrote called evil invaders No one is alive to remember how it started. We've inherited a war that has been passed down the generations. The unacknowledged truth is that humanity is in a losing war with these invaders. We're not exactly sure when they came to Earth. Some say they've been here for millions of years. Their bodies were so different from ours. Their strength was unfathomable compared to their size, and they didn't use speech to communicate with each other. They're resourceful and well-organized, yet their technology is primitive. It's a wonder how, in all of our technological advancements, we could not stop these persistent creatures. And now... We cling desperately to small pockets of resistance, which are usually easily infiltrated. It is estimated that they've deployed 1.4 million soldiers for every human on the planet. We tried to stop them, but we were overwhelmed by their sheer numbers. Their armies marched in single files, occupied every continent, established bases, and asserted control over every inch of the earth. We discovered ways to annoy them. They didn't like water, 
vinegar, cinnamon, and for some reason, coffee grounds. But we could never completely defeat them. All of our solutions to stop them can only come with the pricey cost of damaging our own bodies and our planet in chemical warfare, which seems only to halt their never-ending waves of marauding soldiers momentarily. But nevertheless, our defeat was assured when we underestimated the genius of the invader. The greatest trick the enemy played was to convince us that they've lost the war. Over countless summers, they would send hundreds if not thousands of their soldiers into our dwellings in a suicidal attack on our unattended food supplies. The attacking force is usually easily crushed, thus giving us the illusion of triumph. And so we forgot about the invaders. They became something minor in our lives, thus giving us the delusion that we are free and that we rule this planet. And we fell for it. No one even mentions the war today. We went on our little squabbles about resources and power. We focused on what makes us different instead on the enemy that we should unite against. We forgot that we live on an occupied planet. We always knew the reign of man would come to an end, but we never thought that the invaders are already here and already control the planet. We never knew that the advanced intelligence that was the end of us was so unpredictable that we ignored its threats for millennia. In our hubris, we forgot the lessons of the dinosaurs as we fry their offspring and dip them in honey mustard sauce. It happened to the dinosaurs before us, and now it's our time to hand over this planet to the next rulers, to our evil warlords, to the ants, rulers of Blender. Sam Taha's Conundrum is written and produced by our employee of the month, Sam Taha. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel and watch some of my cartoonish stand-up. All music used in this episode was from the YouTube audio library. You can find more about the artists in the episode description. But I would like to personally thank Wayne Jones for uh, my intro music, Retro. Joey Pecoraro for uh, Russian Dance, the lovely music that you're listening to right now. And finally, I would like to thank the amazing Kevin McLeod for all the other music in the episode. I love your musical taste, Kevin. Thank you so much. And that's it for Conundrum this time. I will aim to release another episode in like 10 days. Uh, I'm just trying to work on the logistics and trying to get video involved, but we'll see. But until then, until next time, I will leave you with 30 seconds of my failed attempts at saying the word innovative. Plus, every order today gets our innovative, innovative. Plus, every order today gets our, I mean, I can't see, I can't say innovative, innovative, gets our innovative, yeah. Plus, every order today gets our innovative, ah, oh, fuck it, innovate, innovate. Plus, every order today gets our innovative, fuck it. 
Plus, every order today gets our amazing Bald Eagle cap and free shipping. Order now. Well, maybe that one.